Checkity check. One, two, one, two. It's funny because, you know, radio practice is you say what you had for breakfast when uh, you start out a thing. But I I don't want to spoil <laughs> spoil it. Uh, it's got to be a secret. Uh, <laughs> I don't have my computer. That's okay. You need all of my secrets are in my brain. Oh, but I'm the exact opposite. I don't remember anything. So <laughs> if I were like, if I've murdered somebody or like I would, uh, that that would be gone from my brain completely. <laughs> However, definitely like wrote about it in day one or something. Yeah. So, so I should be like, <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to go to a national competition. I've been preparing for, for the past seven years of my life. I'm not bringing my laptop. <laughs> oh my God. You cannot email me. <laughs> I'm busy. See, I would be the exact opposite in that I would be terrified <laughs> to not have it. I, I mean, well, I mean, I, I either have my iPad or uh, my laptop. My parents won't hear this until uh, after I return it, but I bought this laptop specifically for this trip. <laughs> because just my, for the 14 days? J- just for the 14 days, yep. I'm taking such good care of it. I bought a Tom Bin <laughs> cash as like a $50 uh, insurance policy. Yep, yep. And mm-hmm. uh, this is going nice. right back because I don't have a portable Mac anymore. <laughs> oh, what's your uh, daily sitting? <laughs> uh, my daily sit. What's your daily sit? <laughs> my daily sit is a 2011 iMac that I, uh, rem- I removed the guts of mm-hmm. my 2012 MacBook Pro. The last nice. upgradable one with an SSD nice. and uh, 8 gigs of RAM. I mashed that with the 8 gigs of RAM from the Mac and added the SSD. Nice. I've got a super-powered 2011 iMac. Again, the last upgradable iMac. And yeah. it is oh. it's beautiful. Do you, you're all portable, right, Alex? I am. I, the thing is, I, every time I get close to the, the, the lure of the iMac Pro... I have some like appointment or some show where I absolutely need a laptop and need a very powerful laptop as you know, I sit here with my 13 inch. (laughs) Um, But when I was working, uh, when when we were traveling a whole bunch for events, like it it would, I had a 15 inch for a while and I'm like, no, this is, this is too much. Um, But now that there's dual, there's a dual core 13 inch MacBook Pro, I'm kind of tempted by it. Maybe um, audio, not audio hijack. Gosh, darn it! What's the um, what's it called? Loopback, Farago. Um, uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, logic, audacity, isotope, isotope, uh, isotope. Yeah, it doesn't do so great on this little little Mm-mm. guy. Um, so I, I, I've been known to sneak into the Apple Store and use <laughs> the iMac Pro. If We've some all audio, done it. Yeah. If some audio needs to be cleaned up, uh, say like say a co-host forgot to turn off their air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Or uh, your co-host is air conditioning. <laughs> yes. Oh God, I would love that. Would be like doing a show with my best friend in the like in the entire <laughs> world. It's just a show about about like talking about how much you appreciate each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> the perfect mashup of most important meal and roboism. Talking about how much you love your robot friends. Oh. Man. Oh, wow. I love them all so much. Oh, they're so good. They're I was so, not. So good. Brian, like, pushed really hard. He was like, I'm going to, like, get the technology needed to, like, remote turn on my air conditioning unit. And I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, I don't know about this. I really <laughs> like, I, this is a lot for me. And now I'm a convert. 
So, it's so good. We, we were talking about Find My Friends earlier, Alex. Uh, I have mm-hmm. Find My Friends on for Trude so that I know when she leaves my apartment, if she stays there with me overnight. And he also knows if I'm in Chicago and I'm sleeping, where my Airbnb <laughs> is. Oh, no, I did the thing. Wait, how does he know that you're sleeping? I didn't well, know you were so, sleeping. So he was texting me and I wasn't responding because oh. I was sleeping. <laughs> and then I wake up to a call from Brian. My teammates were like, hey, uh, Trude, your phone is, is like vibrating. And I pick it up and I'm like, oh, did you land? He's like, I'm outside of your Airbnb. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was yeah. like, we have practice. I, what a normal... What a normal thing to do. <laughs> Hello, I love you. I'm here. I'm, the other, the, the whole context to Brian being here for Nationals, um, he's our boyfriend. He's the team's mm, boyfriend. Ah, this got week. it. And so, and two people on my team are dating each other, but he's also their boyfriend. Oh, mm-hmm. good, good. No, it's good to have a group boyfriend who's outside the circle yeah. for providing snacks and all of that. Sitting in a central location, screaming for us wildly. Start, starting off the clap chain is a uh-huh. big, yeah. yeah. You always got to need a need a boyfriend in the audience for the clap. <laughs> good for when he realizes that we're mathed into semifinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, uh, uh, you for context. You heard it here first. <laughs> Brian gives people the clap. <laughs> Who's got the clap? Who's got the clap? <laughs> I also learned true. Uh, there will not be any Rocky Horror while we're here in Chicago. But we we tried. We looked for Rocky Horror for us to do. I mean, now it looks like the only night we would be able to do it is hopefully a night I'm performing. That's so. true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, anyway. For context, Truge and I are here in Chicago for the National Poetry Slam finals event. I mean... It's the National Poetry Slam. There's an event that is finals. Oh, okay. Uh, it's three preliminary days. Uh, every team, there's like 72 teams here this year. Every team gets two preliminary bouts spread over three days. And then there's semifinals, which is the top like 20 of those teams. Mm-hmm. And then finals is the top four of those teams together. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Yeah, so we're here for a week's worth of poetry slams and in I the don't birthplace do... of Slam Chicago. The birthplace of yeah. Slam Chicago. <laughs> and uh Truge is doing a bunch of poems. And I'm here to support Truge and all of her teammates uh, as their collective boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the other great things about uh, being in Chicago is that we get to hang out with Alex Cox. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, what do you do on the internet if anyone that is listening mm. to our podcast has never heard of you? I do. I Well, I am a famous director from the 1980s. Of course, of course. <laughs> I, I'm well known for my cult hit Repo Man, as well as the tragic and pro- problematic Sid and Nancy. Um, or I am a 27-year-old <laughs> queer woman from Chicago, Illinois, uh, and I work for Cards Against Humanity, and I uh, uh, organize our USB-C dongles most of the time, and I also have various podcasts on the internet, including Dubai Friday with Merlin Mann and Max Temkin, uh, Roboism, which is a Relay FM show with Savannah Million, Supercomputer, which hey, is a supercomputer, super which is my newest show with Matthew Castanelli, previously of Workflow, which is the app that Apple. I'm totally gonna humble brag for him, except <laughs> humble brag. I mean, holy crap, he's awesome. Um, 
He worked for Workflow, which is the app that Apple acquired, which is now the backbone of Siri. And uh, it, listen to the show because I basically that Siri is the future of ambient computing and mm. the and oh, the OS of the world in general. Anyway, <laughs> um, I also have a show that's coming up soon called Two Headed Girl with my spouse, um, and it's all about gender transitioning, mental health. Uh, it's a real downer, except that we make make each other laugh. So that sounds adorable. In if you every want, way. yeah, oh yeah. If you want that good, good gay content, <laughs> uh, at Two Headed Girl on Twitter. Heck yes! Wow, I have a lot of shows. You I'm also stop talking. You also have the oh, Robot no! Me Unicorn. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the reason, sorry, the reason. So I also have a show with the wonderful. I, I, has she been a guest or has she just been? Uh, she's uh, been a guest spot. Yes, she, she's coming on very soon, uh, and she has dropped in audio clips of yes, Shower Dining. Yes. Yes. Kathy uh, Campbell, friend of the show, friend mm-hmm. of our lives. Kathy Campbell, Mrs. Soup on Twitter, uh, aka the unicorn of the Robot and the Unicorn podcast, which is where Mrs. Soup basically tries to turn me into somewhat of a respectable human and adult. Because uh, I yeah, am kind of iffy at this point. So, <laughs> although after hearing her opinions about showering and eating on your show, <laughs> Uh, I was like, hmm, hmm. Wait, where did you stand on shower dining? <sighs> Hard pass. Okay, Hard pass. very good. Hard. Well, shower. I mean, also, mm. also, she was pretty against it as well. The yes, but her reasoning wasn't quite as sound. Like <laughs> I, <laughs> that's the thing. Like I want a hard no, but and and in a uh. Like I, I I am for Soylent. I'm I'm for any shower beverage and maybe even perhaps um I, I, I think you said that sh- uh, something that like tastes or smells like shampoo not tastes yeah. like shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what shampoo tastes like? Oh, of course. Everyone <laughs> um, knows what shampoo tastes yeah. like. I don't. Oh oh you need huh. to experience it. Like Is, does it taste like a switch cartridge? No. Okay. No, no, no. Um much worse. <laughs> Well, it, dep- it depends on how much sulfate is in your shampoo of choice. It depends on how far you got in Breath of the Wild that the uh, it tastes slightly better <laughs> as you're closer to Ganon. I was just trying to think of all of the ways in which Brian has probably avoided, like, accidentally getting shampoo in his mouth when he's showering. I have a handle mm. so I was like, how mask. could you go your whole life not doing that? And then I remembered how particular you are about your showers, Hello. and I realized I'm that, that, is, <laughs> that is how. Uh. It's a miserable existence. Uh, speaking of miserable existences, uh, what did you have for breakfast, Allison Truge? I had nothing for breakfast Me because I'm feeling not very well. Yeah. Because you travel with six different people and you're at a poetry slam. It's like, this is a really intense experience. Like, we had two bouts, like, one night after the other, which mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it would be that bad, but, like, preparing for those kind of events and like doing the emotional work required for them like it means kind of like doing your poems like in practice beforehand it means the emotional stress of being in a bout which I think that Brian knows a little bit of it's like very stressful Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and then afterwards like going out and like doing the whole thing which is fun but also like is is a big toll so we're all pretty run down uh, I think today is our day off, so everyone's kind of like, okay, I'm not going to see you for a little bit, <laughs> because also we all made each other a little bit sick. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm so glad to bring it into the Cards Against Humanity office. <laughs> oh, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. Yeah, it's it, 
it's the law of averages. Everyone kind of uh, evens out over time. Everyone's a little bit runny-nosed. Everyone's a little bit coffee. Everyone's I mean, a little I bit... think that there's something that we bought for groceries that is, it, it's like a food poisoning thing. Ooh. It's not oh, a no. contagion thing. Oh, no. But, you know, it's all in a day's... Met- metaphor? Sorry. Oh, oh God. <laughs> what? God. What just happened? Please edit that out. Oh. Nope. Everything that's in the show is in the show. Alex Cox, oh, what do you have for breakfast? Uh, well, you actually watched me eat my breakfast this morning, which was an RX bar, uh, the peanut butter flavor, which has three egg whites, two dates, um, a certain number of peanuts that I forget, and no BS. No BS. Uh, and- Hi, I like to watch you eat breakfast. <laughs> And uh, I'm also having a having a good old Diet Coke. Mm. On brand, as always. We talked about mm, good ASMR content. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, we are on record as not liking RX Bar's texture. Uh, Alex it's Cox. horrible. So, but you still enjoy them? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you can't enjoy everything. I, I, I enjoy how it makes me feel. Much mm. like I don't enjoy Soylent, but I'm like... Like, uh, already I'm like, oh, I, I've had protein in my body. I don't feel as much like I'm going to die. Um, I'm, I'm also, I'm, well, I'm feeling under the weather, like, qu- quite literally because my allergies are, are a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I am not going to enjoy eating anything. So I might as well get in some, some, some healthies. Mm-hmm. So you don't enjoy Soylent? Mm, I, no. I... Maybe I'm just like a freak or something. I love Soylent. Like I, I actually very much enjoy it. I don't think that's necessarily like out of. Uh, I, 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 well, you do bottled Soylent, then I did. Yeah, I assume. Do you do chocolate or coffee? Sometimes just the regular. These mm-hmm. days, I do the coffeeest because I don't have a subscription mm-hmm. anymore. Because uh, also Soylent, like I realized, if I have it for like too many meals, it also like doesn't super agree with my stomach. But they sell it at Seven Eleven now. Does that mean just extreme diarrhea? Because I can imagine <laughs> that, or not extreme, but like naturally, it, it's got to be like a natural diuretic, right? Because it's just. <laughs> Welcome to Chicago. Uh, We can talk about poop on the show this episode. uh, We have a lot already. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I, so they sell it at 7-Eleven now. And so when I buy like a singular bottle, I'm not going to get just the regular flavor. I'm going to get like coffeeist. I don't Mm -hmm, know. I feel mm -hmm. like it tastes like milk that cereal has been in for a while. Mm. But that's also Mm. a thing I'm into. And I realize that not everyone is. You're staring right at me as as you say that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of cereal and milk, but I do like Soylent when I'm traveling or when I can do a fun uh, like recipe with it. I like to blend Soylent what? powder with peanut butter. What? It's excellent. Ooh, also Ooh. Soylent powder with matcha powder is like mm. really good. We, oh my we're God. Soylent chefs, which is the best oxymoron I've ever heard. I think that was one of the first <laughs> food experiments that we did on this show. Yeah. Yeah. I vlogged it back when I vlogged. Oh, wow. Wow. That was a long time ago. Uh, because we are here in Chicago, uh, we've got a bunch of fun food things to talk about. Truge and I have been visiting for a while. Alex Cox has been living here for a while. Uh, your whole life, right? Yes. Yes, uh, yes. The sub- if pe- listeners are familiar with the Chicagoland area, I'm from the western suburbs, which suck. Um, <laughs> DuPage County and Wheaton vote not for Peter Roskam. The end. Um, <laughs> but I have now lived in the city of Chicago for, oh, oh, Lord. Oh, 
no, eight years. Because wow. college and and college and then working for cards for four years. Oh, wow. All right, moving on. Yep. Moving on. We've been here for two days. Yeah. 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 Time is fleeting. We we average <laughs> <laughs> it's astounding. Um so we've been here for two days. Uh Truge. You have been with your poetry team for quite a while, but what food have you enjoyed here so far? So I just want to say that, like, I haven't had the chance to, like, actually go out and explore because, again, like, I've been incredibly busy this Mm -hmm. whole trip. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, so we're staying, um, oh, God, we're staying in Wicker Park. I was just about to be like, I don't remember the name of the place that I'm staying, but I do now. I do. And so there's a diner like five minutes away from it called the Hollywood Grill. Which oh, is- yeah. So I know where you, you've you compromised your OPSEC. <laughs> I know where you're at. Yeah. I'm concerned about your diner privacy. <laughs> um, I love that diner so much. I've been there like three times oh, already. Oh, no wonder you've gotten food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery oh, <no>. solved. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no shade for Holly. I mean, it's a lovely place, but uh, yeah, that seems. <laughs> Oh, no. right. <laughs> you're, you're right. I think we solved the mystery. Well, I've only been there once, and I had a country fried steak, and I've been fine. Huh. So I'm huh. either the exception that proves the rule or some sort of medical anomaly. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have ordered the lobster. <laughs> Never ordered a lobster in the <laughs> Do you hear the lobster scream? <laughs> I did not order the lobster. No. When, when oh, we went, uh, you got pancakes, yes? I, okay, listen. I would like to address the rumors about me that I have started to enjoy sweet breakfast. <gasps> They're true. Please, please respect <laughs> my privacy in this really tumultuous well, time. They're not rumors anymore. They're, they're truths. <laughs> Coming soon, a Netflix original <laughs> series. Bum, bum. <laughs> about your breakfast habits. But you, you had pancakes at the Hollywood Grill. What would you think of them? They were pancakes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a pancake place. They were they were chocolate chip pancakes, but there was only chocolate chips in the top pancake. What? <laughs> oh, you ordered man. a chocolate chip pancake. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, what uh, do you, uh, when was the last time you were there? Uh oh, I don't know. Uh maybe less than a year ago, mm. but more than 2 months ago. Okay, okay. Interesting. What what do you tend to get there? Um, whatever I smell, because that tends to be what is the most fresh and what I hope is the most thoroughly cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart or, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to like throw shade at them. It's, it's like a genuinely like fun little diner place. Um, and it's not like a Chicago institution, but like right. in the neighborhoods, like where i live and it's it's definitely like known just like uh we were talking about choppers earlier Mm. which is like a similar more like a fast foodie situation but uh yeah uh i i I don't know if i'd eat at choppers more than like once a month but dang good food which what is choppers choppers is uh right next to the hollywood grill um it's like the hot dog burger place oh we Mm -hmm. were gonna try it but we weren't sure i was like i don't know about this this is either gonna be the best thing i've ever had or i'm gonna have diarrhea and die (laughs) i mean it might be both well you'll die (laughs) you'll die one day (laughs) Uh, every time i've walked past there uh to go to the hollywood grill there's a poster in the window that says 
Who's the man? Quad burger. Don't be fooled by the oh, number. Boy. There's five patties on this burger. <laughs> so not only can they not do math, but they can't do branding either, and I do not trust their That's cooking branding. skills. branding. It's not that they can't do it. That's what it is. It's an intentional choice to not do it. I yeah. think so. They're living their truth over there at Choppers. <laughs> they, they're a non-binary burger in that they present as a quad burger, but are okay with being identified as a five-patty burger. Why are you plagiarizing the Slam for your Die Slam team? <laughs> oh, no. I, One of our fellow uh, North Beast teams from uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, they're like, super super close we're like we're personal friends with a lot of them and they have this group piece if you're not familiar with slam like group pieces are i mean i guess that sounds pretty self-explanatory right (laughs) more than one poet on stage yeah and so it's like the number of poets on stage is the number of difficulty for the most part so like they have a five person group piece which is the maximum number of people you can have in a group piece and they have a five person group piece about how uh everything is either a salad or a sandwich um <laughs> i think actually um mason's gonna put it on slam find at some time by the end of the week Heck so yeah we we'll should, link it yeah. down the show notes yeah um there there are so many poems like so poetry slams are really emotionally draining and intense and as much as mm-hmm. i like i i wish i could like share individual poems with people because a lot of them are really good but it's also like the ones that are filmed aren't always the ones you want to share. The ones that you want to share are always, like, in the middle of different slams and things. Uh, there's a, there, <laughs> one of my favorite ones from last night was um, a visit to a Christian gynecologist. Oh, my God. That was they, by the Boise team. Yeah. So, Boise, Idaho, they their slam team, they are, like, so important to this community because they don't come to win they come to do amazing performance art. They did a poem that was a five-person group piece that was a song about, like, pooping because of lactose intolerance. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it ended up with them in the audience, like, on the floor. It was extreme. <laughs> um but yeah, the salad or sandwich group piece was amazing, and it wound up being about the gender binary. Everything is either a salad or a sandwich, and by the end, it was like, no, a hot dog is a hot dog because it is named itself so, and it is <laughs> real beautiful. Um, it's just a really fun time. Have either of you seen the documentary Louder Than a Bomb? Yeah, actually. So one of my, a bunch of my friends are actually coaches for Louder Than a Bomb teams. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I just think if people don't know what, like, slam poetry is, it's a really good introduction. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of really bad documentaries uh, for slam. Mm -hmm. That one is not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, It's hard because usually they're framed in this, like, the same way that people do kind of like sports documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's similar, but it's so not. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like I, because I've been with you in all these slam community things, I haven't really reached out to learn, like to see something like this about slam, but it's, it's almost like you or I, Alex watching like pirates of Silicon Valley or something. Like it's like, (laughs) why would we go out of our way to find movies about the things that we're already so into? But I'm really glad that this movie exists because it does look like a really great primer to, uh, to slam link in the show notes. Link to, button poetry link to slam find (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you mentioned chicago institutions alex what kinds of institutions come to mind when you think of that oh 
boy. <laughs> um, well, uh, let's for a second pretend that I'm not a super taster. We can get into that. But <laughs> in terms of like Chicago institutions, you know, Rainforest Cafe, McDonald's, mm-hmm. um, all Burger King, uh, birthplace of the Magic Tavern. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, this I've run out of joke restaurants, so this bit is over. Checkers and um, Taco Bell. And <laughs> oh, no, but okay, so Taco Bell, we actually have uh, a Taco Bell uh, Katina, so they serve, like, alcoholic slushies, so that actually is, like, a Wicker Park, like, thing. Wow. I didn't think that those actually existed. I thought yeah. that was just an internet, like, thing. <laughs> Have you tried any of these, Alex? Absolutely. I've tried every single one. I, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I, I, it's just, you, you gotta, you know, I mean, it's kind of like when you go to a Guy Fieri restaurant, like, <laughs> you just need to have, like, something you've seen on the Food Network. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, do, do you actually want to hear a couple of, like, real Chicago institutions? Yes, absolutely. Um, so, like, Chicago dogs are a big thing here. Um, and Portillo's is, the Portillo's family is actually in Chicago. Um, but Vienna, the Vienna Beef Factory is also here. Ooh. And they have a storefront where you can just get, like, the best uh, Vienna Beef Chicago dogs ever. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a b- bunch of deep dish places. Uh, Luminati's is probably the most... It's it, it's a chain, but it's, like, a respectable so pizza like, chain. But I hear that, like, people in Chicago don't eat deep dish pizza. We don't. Uh, Chicago-style pizza is actually, like, cross-cut pizza. I've heard it described as... Um, I don't. I don't know. Like... It, it has a very thin crust. It's not quite crispy. Um, or I should say, like, the, the crust is kind of, like, crispy, but the, like, base is... I, I don't know. Think about, like, Chuck E. Cheese pizza, but good. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Critics are raving, I, like Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I, I'm not trying to be a dick right now. I literally cannot picture what you just said. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, there's, there's actually a couple places i'm trying to think uh my boss max i think it's barnaby's there's this place in the Mm -hmm. suburbs that's like amazing um but really if you go to there's a lot of like nice hipstery places uh peace is a good one like any any like hipstery pizza place on the north side or the like west side of Mm -hmm. chicago will have um good like actual chicago style pizza i would like to tell my luminati story so, <laughs> first please, of all, Brian, share. First of all, I thought that people were just badly mispronouncing Illuminati's. <laughs> and I was like, why are you like slurring these words? It's Illuminati. There's an I. Ill- turns out Lou Malnati is yep. a person. Okay. Yes. I'm <laughs> doing the same thing. I know, right? <laughs> it's so complicated. Uh, I knew I wanted to try it. So, uh, my first day here in Chicago, I took a lift to a Lumalnati's, only to find out that some of the Lumalnati's are pickup-only places. Yep. yep. So, I took a lift to a place where I could pick up pizza but not dine in and sit down with a little bib and fork and knife and be like, I'm going to eat this pizza. So, I waited a half hour for a takeout pizza <laughs> and then <laughs> ate it in, oh no. like, oh no. on a bench in a Ryan. park. Oh, God. Your lonely pizza. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. It was really sad. I was really. I'd just flown in. I was up at like 2 a.m. Eastern time to catch my 7 a.m. flight to fly here to Chicago. And then I ate this pizza and I was so tired and sad. (laughs) 
Oh, God. So and you're like, time to go to my girlfriend's Airbnb. You're not allowed back. <laughs> I mean, that's... I don't even... Uh, Oh, uh, well, another question that is sort of relevant to sad eating alone stuff. <laughs> you have both been to the airport. You will both be at the airport again. Have you had Garrett's popcorn? That is another Chicago incident. Wow. I have not. Oh, oh that's, that, that's a special popcorn Chicago blend y'all talked about on Dubai mm-hmm. Friday? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one that's like uh, caramel corn and... How many syllables are in that word? Caramel? <laughs> Caramel. Okay. What? No. <laughs> No. Caramel. Caramel. Caramel corn. Caramel. Caramel. I'm outnumbered. I will drop it. Caramel. (laughs) That is the first time I've ever heard Brian say that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm a petty boy that holds on to grudges about pronunciation. As I was saying, (laughs) is that the half caramel corn, half like, what is what is it? I don't know, Alex. What is it? Uh, it's half car- caramel corn, half uh, cheddar cheese. I okay. Think. Yeah. I was going to say that, and then I was like, wait, am I going to sound like really stupid? <laughs> no, like, no, That's no, not no, what no, it no. is. I used to live in Plainfield, Illinois. And oh, so I, I didn't know that. That was how, I mean, used to as in, I lived there for two years when I was like eight. Um, but so I have like no memories of the, that time in my life, but I do have memories of that popcorn. That is the only time I've ever had it. It was really good. I'm excited to try it. Let's do it. Uh, I have been to, after Lumalnati's, I had Pequod's, uh, which I preferred to Lumalnati's, not just because they had a storefront I could sit in and eat without being harassed by people, uh, Mm -hmm. but it was also a lot cheesier, a lot more like charred and burned and delightful. Um, Mm. At both of these places, they had personal sized pies. I ordered the next size up because I hate myself (laughs) and also because I was hoping that... (laughs) Like, I could save some for later. Nope, turns out I just ate the entire pie for two people. <laughs> you know what? You're on a vacation? A vacation. Yeah. I'm, I'm, hopefully the emotional labor of poems will help bring me back to uh, back to typical um, metabolizing levels. <laughs> that's... that's... You know, travel food food dur- during travel doesn't count. Nope, it does not. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I no. wanted to uh, go to because I, I learned that the Walker Brothers Pancake House from Mean Girls is a real place and a real chain around here. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to try that at some point, but I don't know. Like, do you want to do that, Trude? So that- I like want to do stuff like that, and I'm trying to like think about realistically how many hours we have to do things like that. Yeah, same because we have a packed trip for uh, yeah. the rest Oof. of the week. Because ideally, like if we. Ideally, hopefully, we get into semifinals. There's a small chance we might not, depending mm-hmm. on how the scores shake out tonight for all the rest of the other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but ideally, it's like, oh, we could go semifinals, but maybe we could also go to finals. I don't know. Oh, here's <laughs> hoping. You get to see the... In which case, I will have nothing to do Absol- on Saturday except practice. Absolutely but zero time. But if we're time. out of the competition, then it's like, okay, we have nothing but time to do all of the fun things. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, I, I want to do a little bit more exploring. We are absolutely visiting the Magic Tavern Burger King because I'm that guy. We have uh, to. Oh, oh yeah. it's, it's, I promise, you don't, I promise. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not anything, no. <laughs> it's a Burger King. It, it's magic. It sure is a Burger King. <laughs> that is something you can say about it. So what you're saying is Brian and I... I should take Brian, rather, to a Burger King in Massachusetts and l- make him close his eyes and say, imagine we're in Chicago. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Chicken fries are back. 
look at look at there's the there's the Sears Tower Willis Tower uh, in 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 the distance. Yeah, totally. That's totally not the John Hancock building. Uh, we are approaching the end of our time here in the studio. Uh, I have a little test for Truge that we get oh, to no. do together here no. on mic. This is stressful. There's no stress involved. I'm it's stressed. all going to be fine. What are you pulling out of your backpack? Well, I figured that because we're here in the Cards Against Humanity sh- uh, studio, the place where friendship is done at problems and challenges are dig-dugged and uh, <laughs> magic taverns are magic taverns. I can't think of anything <laughs> clever for that. Uh, I figured we would do a fun... Uh, test that would see whether or not we are super tasters. Oh my god, yes! Do you do you want to lick some paper and learn things about yourself? Oh my god, ever since I listened to that episode, oh, I was like, I need god. to. Alex, do you want in on scientific licking paper or just tasty sodium benzoate licking paper? Um, I, I For like a control, I would be happy to have all of the papers. Wonderful. I'm so excited about this. I should have read how to do this before the show, but I just re-listened to the Dubai Friday episode. I'm, I'm very sure that I am not a super taster because I'm like, I will literally eat anything. I will eat any garbage you put in front of me. Well, see, that's what I thought too, but turns out that's not what super tasting means. It, it, it's like a certain gene that mm-hmm. lets you taste specific things. I It comes down to some weird stuff that I don't quite understand. And I'm sure if I actually read this PDF, I would understand. I mean, I have the cilantro soap thing, but also like, ah. I think it's, maybe this is like not correct, but I feel like as I've gotten older, I've like not had that as much or it like depends. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because like, there's something about children not liking vegetables because of bitterness that... Um, and Brian doesn't like them because he's allergic. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm allergic to raw fruits and vegetables. What? It's an enzyme in the skin. It sounds so fake, doesn't it? My family thought oh, it was no. fake for years. No, that totally sucks. I mean, yes, it does sound fake. Uh, but so, <laughs> super tasting also Joe sounds Steel, fake. that's a fake name. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Cox? No. <laughs> How is that spelled? Yep. 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 I wasn't teased in middle school. No trauma there. No. <laughs> no. Catholic school no. doesn't make fun of people like that. No, 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 no. Speaking of, I, I can cut this out if you want. Is Catholic guilt still happening? It depends. Kara just got a new boyfriend. and <laughs> I have literally thought yeah. you just asked Alex if she was... <laughs> Oh, I mean, the answer to that is yes. My Catholic guilt is still happening. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, There's a podcast with Alex and But uh, my, my best friend, Kara, and I, we both went to, we've, we've both gone to Catholic schools our entire lives. It, it, not for college, but um, for, you know, 12 years, 13, um, because kindergarten. And we are, are potentially doing a podcast just talking about um, how it messed us up. That's and, amazing. Yeah, and uh, once once she is d- done being preoccupied with her gentleman friend, then uh, hopefully it will come out. Love it's, is dumb, and no one should do it. Exactly. I hate love. <laughs> it makes no you, sense. You, you can totally keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Um, welcome to uh, Super Tasting Challenge: Most Important Meal Edition. Before you, you have four paper strips mm-hmm. that I have laid out in the order of science. Uh, please, 
<laughs> so, Brian, maybe you should talk a little more about like what this test means for those who haven't listened to the episode of Dubai Friday. It means that you are officially a member of the Avengers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh-huh. if you mm-hmm. taste super duper. Uh, and no, uh, so this is to test if you have the super taster gene that lets you taste bitterness in specific things like cilantro is the uh, big example whether Mm -hmm. if you think cilantro tastes like soap you're probably a super taster because cilantro Mm -hmm. triggers that enzyme in your mouth and that gene in your gene so it's uh i'm not a scientist but i wanted to lick some papers and talk about how we feel on the podcast science (laughs) science so so where do we start Uh, we start from left to right you have a paper there and you should lick it and tell me if you taste anything i don't i taste nothing okay Mm fascinating we should have a place to put these that is not back on the table after mm. they've been on the after they've That's been fine. keeping <laughs> in my notebook forever That's fine. I'm That's keeping fine. It putting on... it in my studio pano book <laughs> not sponsored or like me you could just swallow them <laughs> or you could swallow them wow god i still that that video you have of you <sighs> swallowing those stickers god that that made me cringe so that was my first introduction to alex cox <laughs> oh boy <laughs> ryan was like we should watch this youtube video oh, together no. well because it was it was oh, the, the, no. the week of the vlog challenge and i was like oh there's a whole bunch of videos that we could all watch together turns out <laughs> oh no and that was an excellent video it was just and like it was an impression oh <laughs> next up Thank we have you. our next paper from the left there we go this one yes that one Oh, oh wow! Ugh. God, mm. that's a switch cartridge. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh, I hate that. Ugh. Well, okay, so you've tasted it. That's very good. That means oh, I can taste a little God. bit. <laughs> but you, but you taste something Ugh. there. If anyone, if anyone at home is wondering, um, each of these strips <laughs> is exactly <clears throat> the width of one of the the little squares on my Studio Neat panel book. Mm. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Wow, I really love how thoroughly considered. Ding. Uh, oh! they- hey i'll be here all week quite literally i leave on saturday night so we all tasted something for the second piece of paper yes oh yeah what is the second piece of paper what Um, was the first piece i'll I'll explain as we go i'm in the dark well we'll figure it out okay so uh your third piece of paper you should put that in your mouth i hope this one's my favorite one oh Mm. i taste that but that's bad no i taste it too i'm not a fan oh but it's God. like ah oh, oh that tastes like medicine <laughs> yeah there's an aftertaste to this one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep chaser diet coke chaser diet coke Ooh. chaser and number four oh. our final piece of paper pop that oh hey max this is one I like oh so are we have have you guys covered what strips are what not yet uh, we have oh. tasted the final strips what oh was I supposed to save them in a no 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 word? not at all no it, it doesn't matter can gotcha. I have another I'll... one of the final strips the final I strip I don't I don't want to spoil it the final strip what tasted so good yeah right yeah, right? yeah. I loved it oh too many too many <laughs> too many here Truge now you get to enjoy some mm, extra strips God. the other mm, ones were mm, bad mm. Um, num 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 Except for the oh, what that's too many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not fries. But they kind of taste like fries. Well, so, uh, so why do they taste like fries, Brian? Here is the science that goes into super tasting. Um, this PDF says that depending on. <laughs> what? Sorry, go on. What? Go on. According to this, according to the internet, <laughs> yeah, PDF. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Do you look like a walrus with your two little strips? <laughs> Hang out. 
<laughs> Our very first date was to go see the Kevin Smith movie Tusk, where uh-huh. Justin Long is surgically turned into a walrus. <laughs> Oh, no. And it set a wonderful bar. And that's for why all. we never dated. That's why we never dated. Oh, boy. <laughs> so if you taste all three of the strips, the, fir- the very first one had nothing on it. That was just control. Mm-hmm. If, if you taste anything on all three of the strips, that means you are a dominant super taster. Wow. Mm, so there's yeah, normal taster, standard super taster, <laughs> recessive super taster, and dominant bad boy super taster. Mm. <laughs> wow. And uh, so there are people that will taste these different pieces of paper and not taste anything. So yeah. wait, we, we did the thing? Yeah, that we was... did the thing. Wow. That was it. You just say whether or not you taste anything on any of them, and then we look at the chart, and that's how it works. But I eat garbage. Well, that's because <laughs> you're you're good at it. You, that means you taste all the nuances of all the chemicals in the cilantro. that I know the, the flavor pro- profiles of all of the mm. trash I eat. <laughs> I mean, I literally just swallowed a bunch of trash. So. <laughs> yeah. Alex Cox, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, You can find me at Alex Cox, spelled C-O-X, not the other way, on Twitter. And (laughs) that That joke never gets old. It's my favorite joke. It's not a joke. It's (laughs) it's informational. It's Alex's life, Brian. (laughs) I I don't want to say I've been very good. I don't think I swore once on this because I know that you've had to, like, you've you've bleeped yourselves. Um, (laughs) So I'm... Oh, oh, I was going to make him do a bit. I'm not going to do it. Do a bit, do a bit, do a bit, do a bit. Uh, bit. This is the after show. uh, (laughs) It's not the dicks. It's not the, well, I guess, I don't even know if you can, can you say dick on TV? You can say dick. We talked about poop. We Uh, can talk about dicks. The, the, yeah, I, it's not Alex dicks. It's Alex (laughs) Cox. Um, plural. Cox. Uh, and basically all of my stuff is in my bio, like links to all, all of that jazz. All um, the things. Yeah. But I would really, uh, appreciate it if people checked out my new show, Two Headed Girl with, uh, my spouse. It's something that we've been working really hard on. It kind of goes back to like my documentary roots and it's like, it's more, uh, it's like the serial of queerness. No, it's not. That's, that's, <laughs> wow. No, Critics are raving. Oh God. No, 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 no. It's much more. It's, it, it's like podcasty slash documentary E and we're really hoping, um, I don't know, like the queer community has, there, there are a lot of queer podcasts, but there are far more queer YouTubers and they're yeah. basically all being demonetized. Right. So we're just trying to to turn <laughs> to, to, to have people switch teams sorry <laughs> sorry i was really proud of that joke <laughs> i was joke. really proud of it i apologize uh the end Also, I only play Stardew Valley when I listen to Dubai Friday. And so right now, listening to your voice, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, why aren't I playing Stardew Valley? I need to water. Oh, are my sprinklers working? Have I gifted things? Time to to control my ancient fruit wine empire. Okay. (laughs) I don't do any of the relationship stuff in Stardew Valley. Because you're a fool. I Mm -hmm. I just want my farm to be good. I spend all... I don't know how you have the time, Harvey's my real boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) No! I don't know uh, how you have time to manage a farm and like you've married everyone in the town. That I you've married, literally right? have married everyone in the town at least once. 
I've married about half the folks, but I still haven't gotten Maru. I am <gasps> really. I just constantly will romance her until the end of time. I just, I just keep giving her batteries and trying to be nice to the <laughs> well, rest I mean, of her you family. You can also like give her copper bars. The I, I but it doesn't work. I I I don't know. Maybe there's like a. Gl- I, I, just, I would give oh. her strawberries and cheese cauliflower. It maybe I don't want to marry Maru anymore. <laughs> Also, I hate myself that I literally have that memorized. I, no, 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 no. It's very <laughs> impressive. I I feel like super behind because I stopped playing Stardew Valley and waited for the Switch version. Mm. And it's like all of the like wiki. I, I used to be obsessed and was like always on the wiki. And uh, it, it, it just like all left my mind. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I've noticed that because I played the Switch version. I played, I played about 80 hours on the Switch. And I've played now 300 hours on PS4. And I've noticed that, like, the random events don't happen on the Switch. It might be something that's been patched since I first played it. Hmm. But the random events on PS4, like, there's three of them. There's, like, um, the witch coming to curse one of your chickens. There's, like, or one of your slimes. There's, like, a random event where a fairy comes and makes one of your crops mature And then there's another one where, like, a meteor hits your farm. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't get any of those in the 80 hours I played on the Switch. Wow. But I got them, like, a bunch of times when I was playing on PS4. Is there any discernible difference between the PS4 version and the Switch version? Because I've just played the PC, well, the Mac OS version and the Switch version. But Um, I have a PS4. I mean... I think that they're actually pretty, like, similar, except for the fact that, like, PS4 and Switch have, like, opposite, like, the button that makes the action work is different. <laughs> it's like, on Nintendo BS that they switch B and A. Yeah. Other than that, it's actually pretty dang similar. Huh. Yeah. I'm, I have not tried co-op yet. It's not cross-platform, right? No, I've been uh, trying to get Truge to do it, but she does not want to play on the well, PC. Well, because I've, I've tried playing on my PC, and I just didn't like it as much. Because I'm so used... Like, because the way that Stardew Valley is on Switch is just beautiful and perfect. It's mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. like, everything about it is, like, so usable and so good. And now I've trained my brain to use it that way. And after, like, 300 hours of playing Stardew Valley, <laughs> I, like, cannot learn something new. The thing that is is so delightful about the Switch in Stardew Valley is it's kind of like uh, Animal Crossing on steroids. I never played Animal Crossing. Oh, it's so good. I know that I should have, but my my video game like base was just really weird. I, like Ashley and I, my, my twin sister and I, would play like Rayman and like Tomba, but like and Shrek. <laughs> you love the Shrek video game for I Xbox. I played to completion the Shrek <laughs> game for the first Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and also the SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom yeah. Xbox. Oh, I definitely played that game. That yeah. was a very good game. It was. I also played to completion and got like all of. The, I, I, I. This was probably the game I've been best at in my entire life. But I'm perhaps the best in the world at this. But I haven't found any way to emulate it. Is the Razor Scooter game for <gasps> PlayStation Two. And I was awesome at it. It was a ripoff of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which is also like an amazing series. But uh, yeah, I was awesome. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know, not to not to brag. I don't want to <laughs> set set higher expectations, but oh, it's great. 